If you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of Living in God's Rhyme. My name's Dave. Hello, Dave. I'm glad you got your name right tonight. My name's Tim. I'm glad that you're all here listening to us, and uh, we hope you enjoy the show. Uh, Dave, after that countdown, which uh, Dave's talked about our countdown before, forgive me for getting off track here, but uh, it starts at 6, goes down to 1, and then Dave says hello, and on my computer screen, it went uh, 2, 6, 2, 1. Well, which is why I'm a little confused. But what's going to happen today, Dave? What are we doing different? So we talked last week about our special guests. And folks, if you're watching this on YouTube, as we hope you are, if you look over there, that's our older brother. And I hate to say older because... Because you're old. Well, thanks a lot. <laughs> our eldest brother, Paul. Ooh. Paul, say hi to everybody for us. Hello, everybody. And eldest is a bad word. Is it? Yes. What should I have used? Older is fine. Older is fine? More mature. He, he's more mature than you and I. Well, this is all. I'll buy that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, folks. <laughs> If this is how it's going to go tonight, guys. Um, everybody, uh, Paul has uh, been involved with us since the beginning. When we were first starting to do this, we brought Paul in and discussed a bunch of tactics and a bunch of other things. But Tim and I have uh, have been getting a little off track at times. And Tim decided that it might be time for a director. So we decided that... When Tim asked me, we decided, when Tim asked me, I said yes, so that's how we decided. We're going to bring in Paul. Paul's going to be our director today. I'm just the guy sitting over here going, uh-huh. And, but Paul's, Paul, is a, uh, is, as our oldest brother, has a lot of knowledge, and he's very, very Mature. He's very mature. <laughs> which is, well, which not, I think explains yeah. his being here perfectly. The word we didn't come up with before, but it I fits perfectly. Mature? Mature. Mature. At least. So you're telling me that we're not mature? Speak for yourself. Okay. Well, years ago, I remember Paul calling me the kid for a long time. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I do. Fine. So maybe I only remember things from years ago. But we've asked uh, folks. Oh, my God. I've lost it already. Okay. Okay, Let's get back on track. So let's get back. So what are we going to talk about today, Tim, besides the fact that Paul's with us? Throughout, throughout we want to get to know Paul better. We want the the listeners to get to know Paul better. Uh, We're going to read a few poems. uh, And actually, we're going to talk about uh, a little bit of our life in Crossville and moving to Port Huron, uh, what that was like for us. And uh, I've got a couple poems that came out of the book, Dirty Socks, Living Life Inside Out, uh, as reflections on on that. But I'd like to get started with this, uh, if we can get started right away. 
you still have your book. Whoa. I still have the book, yeah. <laughs> I dug my I don't throw those things away. <laughs> I looked on the computer for mine the other day. Is it real? Yeah. But let's so so first of all let's talk to Paul for a minute. Let's talk to Paul for a minute. Not that we haven't been. Paul, tell us a little bit about uh you. Um so I'm the uh, quiet one of the family apparently. And uh <laughs> Growing up, I was kind of shy and didn't necessarily, wasn't very outgoing and went to college and got a degree in accounting and became a certified public accountant in the state of Michigan. And I've been doing that for a long, long time. Not as long as an elderly accountant would be doing it, but. Okay, so now I get it. The elderly. Elderly. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, now I get the reference. <laughs> Paul, Paul, just so folks know, Paul, Paul grew up, we started out in a small town, and we moved to a little bit bigger town, and when Paul went to college, Paul went to college in Detroit, right? Yes. You went to Wayne State, which is a very, very prestigious college in my mind, it always, it always impressed me. You, uh, you lived downtown when there were some bad things going on in Detroit, didn't you? Yeah, I in my uh, junior year, yeah, uh, sophomore year, I went from Portland Junior College to, to Wayne State University in 1968. In 1967 was the Detroit riots, which was not a good time in the in the city of Detroit. So, yeah. but apparently it didn't seem to bother me too much. I there was no on-campus living at Wayne State, so. I lived downtown at the YMCA and took the Woodward bus up to school every day. <laughs> wow. I remember, That's, you know what, Paul, I remember yeah. going with mom and dad when they took you uh, to Detroit, you to start school and dropping you off at the YMCA. And I just could not believe that that happened. It was just, my gosh, how can we leave my older brother here? How can we leave him? How can we leave him here? But you 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 got through it and uh, moved forward and uh, done well and I I'm impressed. But mm, thanks. I'm too. Always yeah. have been. I don't. I didn't go on that trip obviously because I don't remember that. Well, you were around at that time, but um... yeah, yeah, I was around. I wasn't old, but I was around. Yeah, you were still a kid, but <laughs> so Paul's a public a certified public accountant, folks, and. He's great at it. Paul is also a TV star at <laughs> it's a senior commercial. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can do one for us, Dave. Hey, there you yeah. go. Yeah, we can do a TV commercial. Yeah, we'll explain a TV commercial later, folks. So, Tim, why don't we go ahead start? Um, and 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 first of all, Paul, the director's role, and this is and this is all coming out of Tim Tim's mind. Oh boy. Is, Blame it all on me. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm going to blame it all on you. Right. No, the director's role is, is when we get off track, let us know. When sure. we go too far, let us know. When we get uh, uh, a lot of the ahs and ums. In other words, which, let's move on. In other words. Ooh, oh, oh, what a, red, oh. a red flag goes up. Oh, and move on. I all like right. that. I like it. So Paul's going to do that for us. Plus, he's going to jump in and on the on the discussions and the conversations that we're having. 
So that's Paul's role today, just so you folks know what's going on. And this one might be a little longer than normal, just so you know, folks, because who knows where we're going to go with this. So, Tim, you want to start us out with a prayer? I mean, a song? <laughs> I'm glad we prayed. Yeah, I'm glad on. we prayed before we started, Dave. Oh, my okay. gosh. Yes. Uh, this one, this, this first poem is from uh, God Still Rhymes, and mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, on page 75, and it is Crashing Waves, and it is one of my favorites. Like waves crashing upon a barren shore, your love so overwhelms me. Your high tide through grace has overcome my lows, calming the stormy sea. The waves crash, but you do not roar. Your love engulfs me, as from your grace, your love, it flows, a quiet love I can see. Let those who have eyes see, let those who have ears hear. With you, when I hear, I see, just as when I see, I hear. To listen is to see, and to see is to hear. Yes, you have washed me, cleansed me as I sinned, and now in me you see your mighty calming wind. So upon the waters I might walk, I do not walk in faith, not in fear. Oh, I'm sorry. So upon the waters I might walk, I do now walk in faith, not fear. There is no fear as I hear you talk, walking as we talk now without fear. I know I made a mistake. So. Really? But as my wife said, Dave, if you didn't make a one mistake in a poem, it wasn't a good podcast. This is true. So, anyway. You're done now. Yeah, I, other than that, one mistake. Did I do okay, director? You did a great job. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Paul, I, I'm going to ask this question, Paul, and it's and I, I don't mean to throw you for a loop. Hopefully I won't. Tim... I don't want to say gets solace, but Tim finds a lot of respect and are respective in clouds and in, in the sky. He uses that a lot. And I get it in the sea and watching, watching the ocean. Do you have something like that in your life? Does that make sense? What I said? Yeah, it's, um, I guess when I'm alone and there's nothing around me and, uh, I just, uh, all of a sudden, the world sort of runs through my mind and try and pick out something positive. So the silence is what you use. Right. That's nice. Yeah. So what do you think of that poem, Paul? I think it was a great poem. I, 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 I'm always, I've always been amazed at Tim's ability to write poetry because it's something... I can't do. You me both. Yeah. You know, the, what I liked about it and when I wrote it was uh, that, <clears throat> you, you know, you're thinking that God is going to come peacefully upon you. And my hope in that, it, you know, he just came at me like crashing a wave and just over, overcame me, just engulfed me in, in his presence. And that's the crashing wave and that's what I want. If that makes sense to you, it, it just yeah. Give me it's like a, a, a I think a poem I might have read last time. Uh, I want it, you know. I want all of it. Just I want it. Right. I don't want to wait. Just come and and take me over. So that's what my thinking was in doing that in writing that poem. 
So you ready to go on to another one, or do we need to pause some longer? Longer. Well, if we're gonna pause, I don't want her to be dead air. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can go on. Unless, unless Paul's got something. No, not right now. I think things okay. are moving fine. Uh, I thought we'd uh, just look uh, look at some other things from the books because I have in each of the books in the middle of them. There's some just poems from everyday life, and, and some of them were written many, many years ago, but. This one is from God Still Rhymes Also. It's on page 43, and it is called I Was Just Thinking. And I'm sure you can all see me in this. I was just thinking about what you said the other day. Do you remember what it was? I didn't think that you would, so I forgot to. Excuse me? What? What's this, like what's this all about? It's got what? nothing what? to do with the podcast theme. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me if I were a train, I just ran off the tracks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, just like that. He said, okay, okay, all right, I'll, I'll okay, oh, okay, Mr. Director, I'll, I'll try to calm down. Okay. Uh, but I would like to read the reflection that was in the book following this. Okay. And if it's okay with you guys. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, Dave is the, uh, also the producer, whether we've never officially titled him that, uh, but without his production abilities, we wouldn't be doing this at all. But here's my reflection on, I was just thinking, while searching through the archives, I came across this piece of nonsense. Oh, I even admitted it. It reminded me of something I had written for the kids years ago, which was Excuse many me? years after Excuse it was me? written. Hey, hey, Tim. Tim. Excuse me. Tim. Oh, Tim. you got all these unpublished poems you've talked about. And you're repeating a poem? No, oh no, oh no, no. I'm just, I'm just, I know I'm just trying to, uh, just trying to tell you what, what I get out of, about, I'm going to have to tell you about another book I wrote. Okay. Let me, let me try to finish this and see if it's okay, okay? <laughs> and, uh, Okay, so it was uh, through the archives, that old poem. It reminded me of something I had written for the kids a few years ago, which was many years after the poem was written. I wrote a book called I Can't Remember the Things I Forgot. I got reactions from what is this to I get it to one daughter likes to say all the time, you're such a door. Finally, a couple of other things. <laughs> but anyway, it was a short book, a lot of blank pages. So are, are we ready to go on to something serious then? Which daughter sure. said you were a dork? Pick one. Mackenzie? Pick one. Uh, Mackenzie. <laughs> yeah, was probably it? was. <laughs> I've been under her, Caitlin. Actually, the book was written in 2010, so it's been a while. <laughs> okay. Uh, we go. Let's go on, okay? Let's see, let's okay. see if I can uh, straighten this out. Uh, okay. This one, we, we read this poem before, and it was one on one of the earlier broad, uh, podcasts. And it wasn't written as a Christian poem, but I think, and I explained at the time, that <laughs> there is something in this poem for us Christians to pay attention to. Okay? And this is from God Still Rhymes on page 34. Okay, you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> it's called Back to Normal. 
storm came passing through today, took the roof right off the barn. Didn't really do nobody no harm, except nobody's got nothing to say. Now ain't that the problem. The cats done got their them tongues. Probably had them since he's all just young. Excuse and, uh, me. Hold it. Stop. I thought you said you were going to read this. It's coming out of my mouth, isn't it? Whose mouth is moving? <laughs> I was going to ask you, do you see a dummy beside me? But you'd probably say, no, yeah, I just see the dummy sitting in the chair. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Kermit, this is Kermit. One of, six, sorry, one of six voices inside my brain. And I will introduce you to the others another time. Okay, let's go on. Okay, okay. Okay. Now, ain't that the problem? Cats done got them their tongues. Probably ain't had them since it's all just young. They all done swallowed them their words. What from eating at their alphabet soup, they done swallowed every letter so they can't make no rhymes. And I'm sure that every single one of us can remember eating alphabet soup. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we swallowed all the letters. When they talk, they don't use them punctuation marks and such. Them just was adds flavor to any kind of talk or conversation. Ain't no meaning without an explanation point. Ain't no use in pointing at finger either, as far as I can say. If you ain't talking with your heart, might just as well keep your hands in your pocket. Cut. <laughs> you, you, you still want to continue with this voice? Well, I, I think it would lose its meaning after this. If I okay. Talk. All right. Well, you want me to try it like to my normal voice? No, I might. Keep Kermit okay. going. All right. Okay. If you ain't got no capital, you can't begin to state your case. There ain't no run-on sentence where I can see your smiling face. Can't feel your pain. Can't answer no questions. Don't know if them's tears or just the falling rain. That storm came through today. Yeah, took the roof right off the barn. And I think it got you right in this because you seem to have lost your letters. Not much else to say except maybe. Did you see the storm as it passed through, or is it still storming and you just don't see it? Or is it that if you don't talk about it, it didn't pass over you? What is one to do? Maybe you do know what to do, you just don't want to. This is the world we live in. Too many not noticing the storm. And so how does that apply to Christians today? I would say that we have to be cautious of the world around us but the world around us tells us it's true. And that we need to remember that God's word never changes. It's the same today as it was yesterday, and it will be the same tomorrow as it is today and it was yesterday. And that is what we need to have our faith in, build our lives around, not what the world, the storms that are, all the, all the clutter that spread around us. And that's, what I see as uh, how it, as Christians were, it's important in our lives. You know, the world, we got certain letters that we are important to us, certain words, God's word. The letters that spell those words are God's word, make God's words, that's what's important to us, and that's what we need to remember. Don't let the world come in in a storm and just blow it off our writing table. That's that, and uh, I'm not the only one, though. That I think there's probably some other people that I that I've heard that would might want to say something about that too. Is there anybody else? 
I say yes, let, let, let me ask you a question. Now, down here in, 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 in southern Louisiana, in, in Louisiana, you know, Louisiana. I thought you said New Zealand. We, no, Louisiana. We, 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 we like to, in our tents meetings, we have tents, you know. Some people have churches, we have tents, because tents is easy to move around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they can't get blown away to. So, so when I say yes, praise you for what you have just said. I'm serious about that. And I'm going to tell my listenership that you, sir, are a prophet among men, but a poet among all. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, so, Pastor. Thank you. Oh, you're so well. That'd be you're great so praise well. for, for, for me. I, I appreciate it. And I, I got to tell you, I know this guy that I live in his head for years. Ain't nobody never said nothing that nice to him. I appreciate you. Y'all, y'all welcome. Okay, Paul. So I'm glad for you. Sorry, you didn't Paul. have to put up with this growing up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably left the college by the time this stuff showed up. You, uh, you, you got to be asking yourself: At what point did Kermit jump into your head, right, Tim? Or- Oh, wait a minute. That uh, Kermit's going to take, uh, he's not going to be happy with the way you, you did that because when I first met Kermit, he says to me, hey, my name be Kermit. And I, I don't want you no calling me no frog because, you know, I doesn't want to croak. And, you know, frogs, I, they, they be hopping all the time. Matter of fact, I go to my girlfriend's house, her name Lily. And uh, she live, uh, she, I go to her pad out there in the pond. And, uh, uh, we, you know, we, we talk, we sit around, we talk, we have, she make, she make dinner, we have a nice dinner, and we have frog legs, and we just have a hot and good time. Oh, yeah, but anyway, okay. before him came Baxter, a young man who, uh, who stuttered, but got his point across very well, and it just came from, I actually listening to the radio, and if you, you listen to talk radio, and, and somebody's talking, and I would be bored in my half-hour ride home, even listening to the talk to the radio, and I would just repeat what I'd heard with different voices, and different voices came. Really? Yeah. So, uh, That's interesting. Yeah. The last three or four, I, Mary Lou's kicked out of the house, so there's still only six of us. <laughs> six of them. <laughs> so there were more than six? Well, yeah, but I, you know, if they came, if I brought them in the house and they talked to her, she said, no, we don't have enough room. Okay. okay. You ready? You want to talk about Crosby? I was thinking because sure. I got a couple things about the, the poems I talked about moving from Crosby, which is a small town of a couple thousand people, Port Huron, which had a little over thirty thousand at the time. Uh, it was a big change, was it, Paul? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. it was a big change. But uh, you know, life in small town Crosby uh, different than what we had in Port Huron. I know. I always thought you spent a lot of time at the lumberyard. Our, our grandfather had a lumberyard that our dad worked at. It was a family business. And uh, I know that uh, you worked there a couple summers during college. And yeah, I really high. enjoyed and, uh, it. Learned a lot. Yeah, and uh, I can remember unloading lumber out of train cars. <laughs> Onto a truck. Onto a take truck. truck into the shed and unload it from the truck to put it in a bin. Yeah, exactly. I remember. And that was cool. 
No. Do you remember when Dad got a uh, forklift? From Stokely Van Camp. Yeah, and I remember he used to get on the back when Uncle LG was driving. If there was too much weight, he'd get on the back to help counterbalance it. You, okay. <laughs> I remember seeing I that. wasn't going to, I hadn't thought of this today, but the one summer, one of the summers I worked there, uh, they got a load of plywood in. Oh, and gosh. it was the one time LG says, here, why don't you use the forklift? You unload the truck. Well, of course, the, the road is sloped one way to the curb, the gutter line, and then the park, the little paved parking area sloped there. So you're on an angle going into the truck and coming out. And uh, Dad had told me to be very careful because he had told the, this company that he, they needed to not put as many sheets of plywood in the bundle as they have normally do because of our forklift situation. So I get in there. I, I get the... My fork's underneath the plywood uh, bundle. I go to lift it up. I come and back out. I get away from the truck. And the back end of that, <clears throat> the front end of that forklift went right down and hit the pavement, threw me right off. I landed on my feet. We all had a big laugh, but <laughs> I don't know if you the forklift. <laughs> I don't know if you knew, but the forklift was used in World War II. Oh, was it? And and it was really, and it was not a, a very hefty one. That had they, had they used one that was made in the day that you were talking about, you doing this, this job would have been a different story. Oh, I'm sure it would have, but I, and it was obvious it was an old one. But <laughs> a lot of things around that lumberyard were old. 1953 yeah. Ford truck and uh, oh yeah, I forgot was the Dodge the same year or a little bit. Newer, no, it was a little. It was newer. Yeah, '56 maybe. Anyway, that was uh, maybe another day we can get into reminiscing about, about that. But uh, yeah, that would be fun. we should probably move along here. I do have a question for you. Sure. Paul's buying Tick for Maxine Theater. Oh, yes. What is that? Well, you know, the Maxine Theater. Uh, Paul, you at one point. When we go to the show, Paul was old enough that he couldn't get in for child's price with right. order. And I would buy two youth tickets, two kid tickets, to get us into the show. Otherwise, he would have paid an theater. adult. Maxine's Theater, isn't that the one that Grandpa used to own? The one he yeah, he built it. Yeah. But he sold it, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Grandpa owned half the town, didn't he? I don't know, but <laughs> he did well. He did well, yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, it later became an auto parts store. <laughs> yeah, strange. And, uh, Paul, do you Paul, do you remember the church in Croswell? Pardon me. Do you remember the church in Croswell? Yes. Yeah. Christ Church. Um. Yeah. Have you looked at the pictures that Tim sent? That we put on a website that said how much it's changed. Since then, what is it now? A civic center, Tim? It's uh, yeah, it's a meeting. It's the uh, the city's meeting uh, building. They've taken all the pews out and the altar and everything, and replaced the windows with regular. Oh, stained glass is gone. Stained, yeah, the stained glass is gone, but you know the the roof is still there, and I the wood this original wood floor, and I went to a meeting for work there once for. Uh, 
construction project we were bidding on in, in Crosswell, and uh, it seemed really small. And I'm looking at it with the pews out and thinking, how could they put two rows of pews in here and put very many people in it? But, you know, as when you're smaller, you know, you, you just... Everything was bigger. Everything spit, but it was... Uh, and the, But there was one chair left. Remember, there were two chairs up in front, one where yes. the, the, the minister sat and then the lay reader dad would sit in the other one. They still had one of those there. Wow. Off in the corner, and uh, I probably should have gone and sat in it and had a picture taken in it. <laughs> yeah. Too bad. Yeah, so... But it's it's still there, the old the old stone building and Wow. It's amazing. So you ready? Well Mr. Director, are you ready to go on to the next one? We certainly are. Let's move ahead. Okay. Moving forward. Okay, the, the these next two are from Dirty Socks, which was a fictional autobiography written for my family. Well I said it was written in two thousand ten, it was two thousand twelve. Glad the director didn't notice that one earlier. This is called A Small Town Boy. Little boys with little soldier toys, Tonka trucks that never get stuck, bicycles for riding, tree forts for hiding, throwing baseballs in summer and snowballs in winter. The real heroes were baseball players, yeah, them and dragon slayers. Sure, there was school and chores, homework to do and grass to mow, because days were fun, whether rain, snow, or sun. One of my, I think one of my favorite toys was the Tonka truck, Tonka dump truck. Especially when I took sparklers to it and burned the paint off it. <laughs> a little destructive, weren't you? No, it was my truck and it just it made it look like it had been used. Okay. Was that when you were in Crosswell or when you were in Port No, Aaron? in Crosswell. Yes, I don't remember you playing with toys and with toy Tonka trucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, by that time I, I you know, oh, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, you were in junior high by then. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, yeah, I. That was quite an experience going from the uh, the junior high that was actually in Lexington, as across the Lexington schools, to uh, a three floor junior high school in Port Huron with all kinds of kids. And, Anyhow. Paul, you went right to high school, yep. weren't you? When we yeah, moved? we we started high school in Croswell in six months. Six weeks in, we moved to Port Huron at the Port Huron High School, which was humongous compared to the high school in Croswell. I have another question. Yeah, that's my neighbor, yeah. Horn. What's Did that? you hear that horn honking? Yeah. Okay. That was so you're not hearing things? No, no, I'm not. I'm just I'm glad it wasn't Paul. Don't I thought about it the other day as I was reading the notes the other day. <laughs> I think I know why we moved from Croswell to Port Huron. I know that bomb. I don't. I don't. Why did we move from Croswell to Port Huron? Because both mom and dad worked at Port Huron. Dad worked at the hospital, worked. and mom worked at the bank. Yeah, he worked. My dad hadn't gone back to Crosswell that to work at. No, no, no. That was after Grandpa Carter passed away. Oh, oh, yeah. He... Sorry, folks. I, I, I was, I was thinking that Dad was already at the lumber yard again after Grandpa died. No, I'm sorry, that's my fault. So I remember Dad being at the hospital, but I thought Mom got the job because Dad was 
mom got the job at the bank after dad after we moved. No, mom had the job when we were in Croswell, and dad would would drive to. I remember on Saturdays, the three of us would get in the car, and dad would drive from Croswell to to Port Yarn to pick mom up to bring her back home. Oh, really? And mom, before she got married, worked at the same bank in, in Port Yarn. Really? Yeah. No, I don't remember that Saturday trip. We're going to have to have a, mem- a memories a version of this because that I don't remember that. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. You were a younger person. You weren't elderly yet. So you couldn't remember. Person. Folks, there's, there's a couple of years between me and Paul and Tim. Not a lot. Just a couple. Yeah. Who's counting? Yeah, and now we're not counting. Then I was counting. <laughs> so... Speaking of that, yeah, what do you think? It's time to move well, on. Well, we could uh, do with the next title, the next poem, the move. Mm-hmm. We could move on. Yeah, I like that. Okay. This is called the move. Uh, it's moving day. Boxes to pack. Nothing to say. No turning back. There are no memories until you're gone, leaving behind a home left all alone. The moving van, really a big truck, will find your new home with any luck. Oh, sure, they have directions and a map. You hope no one makes fun of your baseball cap. Did they? Well, I one of them, I had bought a I had a Crosslex uh, Pioneer sweatshirt that I wore to Washington Elementary School a couple of times. Ooh, I think the second or third time I wore it, I was walking up the stairs between classes, and I uh, a kid that I had met at school. Told me not to wear it to school again. <laughs> yeah, so that's like. <laughs> Did you ask that that person why? Oh, I knew why. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> that gave you an idea of what they thought of Crosslex. So. Well, you know, we were just some small hip town, not like. Anyhow, but that's a. Yeah, we had a cool fair. We did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a. Yeah, the big city. Life changed big time then. All kinds of things. We all grew up. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yep. We did. Oh, man. So, I was thinking, uh, unless you want to reminisce some more about uh, one thing or the other. I think it's time to move forward. Yeah. Okay. This one is... I thought I would, uh, this is also from God Still Rhymes, so you only have to add that one book so far today. And this is on the very last page of the book, what is written. And at the top of the page it says, also by Tim Carter, God's Rhyme. Read about the beginning of the journey from love through birthright, carpenter's son, somehow God's rhyme, the everyman touching the heart of God, 16 days in Hunter's house. You are love and how I love you. You, Jesus, are love I can be. Rejected by more, most in his short human life, he has created each of us by the nail. He understood that when a mother loves an alcoholic, you pray. Excuse me? This doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, There's not even a title. Even well, though the words are meaningful, it doesn't necessarily form a consistent stream of thought. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, so... All right, let me explain this. Uh, 
I'll try to get myself out of this one. Okay. The very last page of the book. You know, most, a lot of books you read, they'll have, you know, if the, if the author has more than one book, they'll say also by, and they'll give you the titles of the other books that the, uh, the author has written. So I thought I would, uh, I had one book and I wanted more than just one book on a page. So I, I randomly picked lines, two lines from poems and put this together so that you could, people could say, knowing they say exactly what you've said, Paul. That's, that's just, you know, you can, you can see there's a variety of, there's actually the, if you talk about, uh, you know, that they don't follow. Well, they follow the whole form of the book, the order of the book. So, I, um, folks, I apologize if I'm getting a little carried away with what I think I can get away with. But uh, I would, is it okay if I finish this? Please do. I mean, you, you understand my thinking. Unfortunately, I do. I don't always. All right. <laughs> Okay, it says, uh, he understood that when a mother loves an alcoholic, you pray. She's always had your heart. She always will, your little girl. The simple oddity of life is God's rhyme. He needs us as much as we need him. By reaching out, he makes us stronger. The awesome privilege by helping the orphan of touching is touching the heart of God. You who are weary from the day's race, come and rest in his amazing grace. That's the last page of God still rhymes. And uh, living in God's rhyme has the last page similar to that. So uh, I'll let the readers uh, read that on their own. And uh, they can make, of it, make, make out of it what they want and see what they get out of it. Okay. Dave, you look like you got a question. I think it's a question for another time. Ooh. 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 Suspense. All right. So let's go on. Uh, these, I, I got a couple of these cell phone poems. You know, we talked about it before, and I read a couple that I've written on the uh, notes app from uh, on my cell phone. And um, these are a couple of that I haven't read, uh, and I'll try to get through this now, okay? First one is called Blessed by Friends. I have many friends, most I've never met in person, yet I am still in their debt. They have given me inspiration and relieved my desperation by the words they have spoken, by their listening when I was broken. They have read the lines, the words that are mine, and kept reading the many times I kept writing and sharing the rhymes. The thoughts they have shared lifts my spirits, knowing they're cared, enough to let me know of the seed. I perhaps did so. Through all of this, it is God who is praised and Jesus who from death is erased. To give me the times to write his rhymes. May God bless and keep you all in his embrace. And that is, uh, I think, some thoughts I had from uh, when I wrote uh, Living in God's, yeah, Living in God's Rhyme. I posted on the Facebook uh, it was the comments that I got from people when I was posting daily almost about the poems that really encouraged me to continue. 
and it's that encouragement I think that any author needs and that we all need in our life anyway. You know, at some point we need encouragement without it. It's just uh, life's a little harder to get through it, I think. So <clears throat> that's where that came from. Okay. Okay. I like that. Now then, yeah. this other one, next one, is called Thoughts After Church. Uh, so this was this was written on 2-6-2022. Pretty recent. No, Thoughts After Church. I am no longer fearful of living in fear, no longer from my eye wiping away a tear. It is not only that the Holy Spirit of God is near, it is that His Spirit is always, yes, always here. Dear Father, I pray that every day as again I start, I open my heart so what I see is who I can be, not as one, but with your Son, my Savior Jesus. And may your word, I hear it, following the Holy Spirit. And that would be my, my hope and prayer for everybody listening. We have God and the Holy Spirit. We feel his presence with us throughout our days. And that can take away our fear. I know it's, it's helped me many times where I needed it yesterday. And <laughs> it got me through today. Just, you know, praying and uh, asking for the Holy Spirit to be there and God to, to, to lift me up when I needed it. Yesterday was a frustrating day at work and today was much better. That's good. But it was it was encouraging yesterday to know that no matter how frustrated I was, that today didn't have to be that way, that it could be better. Right. And the way the afternoon went, I was just glad the morning didn't go like that either. So, <laughs> so anything else that you guys got to say? Paul, anything? Uh... No, no, I was, I'm, I'm impressed with... Uh the way things are going, and uh, who you are. Thank you. I appreciate it. You got any uh, uh, tax filing hints for anybody? Tax filing hints. Um, <laughs> would you like my philosophy of taxation? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody mm -hmm. likes it. Yeah. Pay as much tax as you can legitimately, and you've got a lot of money left over. Okay. That makes sense. We got advice like you can't believe anymore. <laughs> I would so, like, I, 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 I do have one thing that is, uh, that maybe our listeners can help me with. And I, I did have some help from Mary Lou this evening on it. But I, uh, I had an acquaintance that I met at, at book signing, at the book fair in New York City a few years ago, who asked me to write uh, a poem about vegetables. He's writing a book on uh, nutrition. And for the life of me, I'm having a lot of trouble coming up with something about vegetables. I can find a handful of words that rhyme with it, but to put them together and talk about vegetables, like I haven't found, a, I'm sure there's something that rhymes with broccoli. But it's not flavor. I know that. <laughs> anyway, so if maybe if the if the, the listeners would, uh, you know, go to the website or you can uh, send a message there. Uh, 
I would appreciate it, and I would give you credit where credit is due. So. That's it. That's all I got for today. Uh, I got a couple things here, real quick. Just, okay. just uh, folks, just so you don't don't forget. Look down below. Um, if you're if you're listening to this down below, if you're watching this down below, show notes. Show notes have where you can find us on Facebook, the website, on YouTube, on everything. Uh, show notes have links to everything. I've worked real hard at getting that there, and I want to keep it there. And it's 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 not that hard, really. Um, I personally want to thank Paul for being here today. Uh, I want to thank Paul for being one of the two best big brothers a man could ever have, or a young kid, even though it was it was a different time for me in our family than it was for you and Paul, you and you and Paul, mm -hmm. Tim. I, I, it was. I mean, and Paul and I have discussed this, and you and I have discussed this. Uh, I had a different relationship with my dad, or our dad, than you guys had with our dad. It's it's really weird. It's just, I think he got him and mom got just worn the heck out with me. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys got all the you guys got all the, the you know the discipline. I got all the oh my oh, god, just whatever. Okay, what's next? But. I appreciate you guys being there before me and after me and with me. Uh, I have one question, Tim, and it is Hunter's House. Can you explain that on the podcast? Hunter's Hospitality House. Uh, there's a poem in the God's Grime, 16 Days in Hunter's House. Uh, they have now have two homes in Port Huron, uh, one, at, one right across the street from each hospital in town where... If you're from out of town and you have a loved one who's in the hospital and is going to have a stay of, you know, maybe they're having surgery or some other procedures done, and they're going to be in the hospital while you can stay there for free. Oh, okay. And they That's named cool. it after uh, their son who uh, passed who died uh, 16 days after he was born. Yeah. And it's oh, been named man. in his honor, and uh, they do some wonderful things. And uh, you'll see, they I friends with them on Facebook with uh, the hot, their uh, business page, and uh, some of the the letters that they post that people notes that people leave they're just just amazing. But you don't you know it's not gonna, it doesn't cost you a thing. And again, it's convenient so to walk across the street in the parking lot to get into the hospital. And that's the 16 days. So the hospitals in town are the old Port Huron Hospital, right? Which is now something different. And then the old Mercy Hospital? Which is now uh, Lake Huron Medical Center. Okay. Just so people know that I I do remember things. <laughs> but you, and one more they thing. are bigger one than more, you will remember them. Well, yeah, this is probably true. Uh, I have to get back to Michigan one of these days. And Okay, here we go. This is the last question I got. Tim, you had put this in the show notes about something to talk about. And I've been avoiding this, but okay. Dave's graduation from being transported in a bicycle basket to an automobile. <laughs> Folks, Tim put this in the show notes. And you go ahead and ask Tim because I I am I, I want to know. I don't want to okay, Paul. When so I, when we I look can at explain the first part. Pardon? 
I can explain the first part of the question. Okay, well, why don't you go ahead and explain it so that okay. uh, our listeners... So, so our younger brother, Dave, was born on Easter Sunday, April 21st. There okay? we go, folks. And, uh, and mom... Okay, so first of all, Easter that year was not a great... You know, the Easter bunny showed up in the wrong place, but that's neither here nor there. Okay, and our mother worked for the city of Croswell as the treasurer. And, and twice a year, she would be, go uptown a couple of days a week to collect taxes. One would be in January, the other would be in August. So when you were born, I was nine years old. And when mom would go uptown for that day, I babysat. And back then, it wasn't an un, you know, it was okay. People didn't think badly of that. So mm -hmm. I, pr I presume I had a conversation with my mother before I did this, but <laughs> in the middle of the day, I would wrap you up and put you in the basket of my 26-inch bike and ride uptown four blocks to the city hall and take you in to see your mother. Across railroad tracks. Across the railroad tracks, yes. <laughs> It had no now that would be what that would be child abuse now, wouldn't it? So now as far as how you graduated to driving a car, I don't think I was living in Port Yorn at the time. So somebody else will have to explain that one. It wasn't me either. But I Okay. You you know the best part of that, Paul, the, of your explanation of that was uh explaining the day he was born. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. We, folks, we had to go to Grand. So you know, they won't let me forget that. To this day. Yes. They don't let me forget that. Yes. If Easter, whatever whatever day his birthday falls on, I'll call him and say, Happy Easter, Dave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the drive, I can explain the, the graduating to driving a car. We had a short driveway. And there was a time when Paul would come up on the weekends. Yeah, it was up uh, from Detroit and with his car. And Tim had a car and mom had a car and dad had a car. Well, four cars didn't fit in the driveway. So Dave used to like move cars around. And also, I remember I'd go up with dad at Christmas all year long. But I'd go up with dad to the, on the weekends to the yard, to the lumber yard. And while he was finishing up his day doing, um, I go out and drive his car, <laughs> car around the yard. <laughs> and I remember one day I got I got stuck in the snow. And he, when I said, "Dad, I got the car stuck," he goes, "Okay, well let's get it out." He got a truck and he hooked it up and we pulled it out and he says, "Okay, let's go home." And there were a couple of days that Dave drove home at thirteen. Whoa. Um, after a couple of incidents, and, and that was okay. Mom was happy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mom was happy and unhappy all at the same time. Right. And I know you both can understand that one, but that's how Dave graduated to driving a car from a, a basket and uh, on a bicycle. I've never heard that story before, Dave. So what, which did you like better, the basket or the car? Well, I don't remember the basket. Really? Because you weren't elderly that. enough? No, I think it's because I think you might have put the, the you put the blanket on too tight. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, eighty degrees I, out, I, and you got them wrapped up in a blanket. 
it's it's really weird, guys. I I remember Croswell in bits and pieces. I remember the um, the arbor, and maybe maybe that's the wrong word, but where, where Grandma and Grandpa had the vines, pergola, with the grapes. pergola, pergola with the vines. With the, I remember Great that. Vine, yeah, I remember the garden, and I thought that Grandma and Grandpa's house in Croswell was a mansion. It was. Because it was, it, it's huge. It, it's absolutely huge. Yeah. But you were in kindergarten when we moved to Port Yard. Yeah, and I don't remember going to school ever in Crosswell. I remember, I remember kindergarten in Port Huron. But and I also remember that our aunt Sybil and Uncle Elgie lived right behind us, so we were all like in this little triangle. Little triangle, yeah. It was, it was cool. And, and I remember Aunt Connie coming over and and babysitting once in a while. Yep. Uh, with Leroy. I think it was Leroy at the time. Yeah. There were a few. <laughs> Sorry, Aunt Connie, if you're listening. There were a few. Uh, but, no, I don't remember a lot about that. Hey, I got a question for you, Paul. You remember our phone number in Crosswell? 14. Our phone number? What? 14. 473W. Really? What? We were on the, what was we the, the number of the lumber And her phone number was 473J. Okay, what was the lumber yard? I don't know what the lumber yard was. I never nine four. Nine four. Nine four. And Grandma and Grandpa's. So you only had to dial two numbers. Couldn't dial. You, had to, you picked the phone up. Number. Talk please. to an operator. You had an operator. Oh, the operator came on. Yeah, it wasn't until yeah. we moved to Port Huron that you had to. Di- we had to learn how to dial a phone. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember the number of the phone at home? I no, said it was one four. In Port Huron, no. No, I don't. Oh wow, one four for the lumberyard. Huh? No, yeah, and Grandma and Grandpa was a five four. Really? And anyway, was... Aunt Sybil and us, we had a party line. Yeah, occasionally you pick it wow. up and you be listening to this Aunt Sybil talking to somebody. <laughs> wow, I remember listening to Aunt Sybil talk one night, but boy, yeah, that's not what I read. It's another story from another time, and we're not putting that oh, on the on the podcast. Wow, that's great. Yeah. That's, that's too cool. All that, there's, there might be a whole podcast we could get together and and just talk about our younger days. And, sure. Yeah. And how it all I, how it all fit together. I think that'd be good. But, uh, it was. We had some interesting times, some fun times, and we had a right. lot of times. So, we had times. Anyway. They all, they all come out in rhymes, Dave. They, they, for you, they do. Mm-hmm. Which Paul, I want to, I want to seriously, seriously, in a serious note, I want to thank you for being here today. You're uh, welcome. It means a lot to me. Um, I, I, I appreciate it, and we're going to have you back often. Um, we'll make this some kind of a regular thing if we can. Okay. <laughs> Once you're with, done with all your traveling, um, <laughs> you're a busy man now, aren't you? You're busy. Are you busier now that you're? Semi-retired than you were when you were non-retired. Some days. <laughs> I know your wife keeps you busy. I've never right? heard yep. it put that way before. Instead of when you were working, when you were non-retired. Oh, trying to be a nice guy. Oh, okay. It's hard some days. Hard for him to be a nice guy some days. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. You, you, you interpret I, whatever I said. Yeah, I. Uh, Paul, I want to thank you too. It's been it's really been fun. You're welcome. Uh, with you here and uh, reminiscing, and uh, I've learned a few things that uh, 
for both of you that I didn't know about, but uh, in a little, some things in a little more detail, and it's, it's been really, really interesting and fun, and I've really enjoyed it. No, I enjoyed it too. Yeah. Great. But I, before we close, there is one thing I would like to do, and I'll add it to the show notes. But as I was sitting here waiting uh, earlier, I did write a poem, and it, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it's just it's something that I've, I think I started out thinking about tonight, and this is, it, I don't know where it followed, but this is what I wrote. Sitting and waiting, thinking of relating thoughts of another time to make this thing rhyme. So here I sit, wanting to quit, when I hear a voice, son, it is your choice. You've heard my word, you know what I say, pray, and you'll find the way. There is always a rhyme if you give your time to share with another, a sister or brother. So there, now share, and you will not be still. That's very nice. I needed that. I haven't written a lot lately, and I needed that. I'm glad we were able to help out with that. So, Tim, uh, we've gone through a lot of the stuff, um, and Paul, I, again, man, I just... I am blessed to have two great older brothers, um, folks, and I hope you have the same kind of thing. Tim, would you mind taking us out with a prayer? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, oh, we thank you, Lord, for tonight uh, as we recorded this. And uh, pray, Father, that uh, oh, can't thank you enough for bringing the three of us together, Lord, for, for this in the, in the time that... Uh, Good times we've had, the laughs we had, and we pray, Lord, that as we shared our lives and in this podcast with others, that uh, they will find joy and happiness in it, and also they'll be reminded of things in the, in their childhood as they were growing up with brothers and sisters and in family. We pray, Father, that uh, all your Holy Spirit uh, covers everyone listening to this podcast, and Lord, that you would. Those who are in need of healing, whether it be physical healing, emotional healing, or, or anything else in their lives, Lord, where they need you to intervene and, and lift them up, pray, Father, that this coming week we do that. We thank you for the listeners we have, Lord, and the blessings you've bestowed upon us tonight and uh, on this podcast for getting you this far uh, into uh, Season 4. We thank you for your love and your blessings, and we pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. And don't forget, if you give him the times as you live, his word rhymes. But don't forget, Dave or Paul. We are the king's kids, and you will never get rid of us, for we are his with Jesus. God bless you all, and have a great week. Have a great week, folks. Bye. Bye.